What's up, everybody? Welcome to the newest installment of the Minority Support. As usual, I am your head minority in charge. Gus, along with me, as usual, is my biracial consigliere, Jay Shell. Hey, how you doing, Mr. Shatner? I shat on that one. <laughs> <laughs> this is Minority Reports. And we have a special guest again, Avery. Say hello. Hello. Avery's back. Avery. <laughs> With a vengeance. <laughs> Now, coming this summer, <laughs> Avery starring in Little Tortilla Boy, <laughs> <laughs> A Dragon, Two Fools. <laughs> Where are the two fools? Uh. Anyway, so <laughs> that one just pulled right out of my ass. Amongst other things. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, so Jay, what, what's up? Well, what's going on this week with you? Uh, doing okay. Uh, what was it? Making sure, like, I uh, I was like, cleaning around my bathroom and everything. And <laughs> yeah, that was like the two-day mission. Right, because I had all, like, these, like, you know, unclassified documents lying about, like a certain uh, subway. Undocumented. <laughs> <laughs> classified <laughs> shit, you meant. Right. No. I, but you got a big trip coming up, right? I do, yeah. I got a family reunion coming up and everything. I thought we were going to segue into the Trump thing. Well, we are, yeah. we are, but, <laughs> but, no, yeah. but I want to talk about but your yeah, stuff, but too. Yeah. But so no, you, I, got yeah. a, you got a family yeah. reunion? Yeah, it's our f- first one in like almost 18 years. Wow. Yeah. And you said it's going to be in Florida, right? Florida, yeah. Don't you like your family? Uh, well, you know what's funny <laughs> is that, they, like, you know, they were planning, my dad and my aunts and uncles, like, they were trying to decide whether California or Florida. I was like, come on, California, California. And they chose Florida. Yeah. Your family doesn't love you. No. I was like, <laughs> why would you go to, like, outworld, the outworld of the United States, but, like, you know. Yeah. I'm Puerto Rican. We don't have family reunions. We have Saturday. Yeah. That's pretty much it. <laughs> right, right. And it's funny because you, with a case like yours, people you haven't probably seen, I haven't seen some of my family from Puerto Rico, like, in probably 30 plus years. Yeah. I know if I saw them walking down the street, and they'd be like, hey, primo, and I'd be like, yay, yeah. you. Well, see, that's, that's going to, see, and that's why I'm glad, because, like, I was just talking to my dad this morning. We're right. going all over the um, details, and we're going to have a meet and greet. And that's because a lot of us haven't seen each other in a long time, or you know, there's new like you know members of the family that were born, but you know after the last family reunion that we haven't seen. So it's pretty much saying, "Hey, we're related." Cool. You, <laughs> you told me a little bit about your interaction with your father this morning, and he kind of said that all black men look alike. Kind of. No, no, I did. No, 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 he did too because he said, oh, you, you know your cousin. Yeah. I was like, you're going to, you're going to, you go, dad, I haven't seen him in 30 years. Yes. Oh, you're going to know who he is. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, it, it's, it's like, uh, you know, well, it's like what Dave Chappelle, like, you know, joked about, like, with that uh, hijacked plane bit and everything. Yeah. It was like, I thought I was the only black guy here, but there was a guy from Nigeria. We just looked at each other and went... <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> I picture it like uh, when they when they spooked on Harrison Ford on Family Guy. You're gonna be yeah. running up to everybody instead of going. He goes, "I want my wife and kids back." You know, like, "Are you my cousin? Right. Are you my cousin?" <laughs> right. He's right. like, "Motherfucker, get off me!" Right, right. But so, but no, but like, uh, well, luckily we're gonna text each other, say, "Hey, what up?" And hopefully they'll have a sign, you know. Are you going to say the one? I'm the one with the big giant head and the white girl with me. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, there you are. Wait, it's Florida. That's going to be everywhere. You got to narrow it down, bro. So you can just hope for name tags. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Or or at least, like, have it be like a video game where you have, like, the heads-up display and everything. So... But Avery's back with us. You know, the the two episodes we had you on with uh, Mr. Han, they've been quite popular. Uh, they were the Pride ones because, you know, we're still in Pride Month. Um, and we got we, we did a Juneteenth episode right after that, oh, which, nice. you know, it's kind of popping off a little bit. Mm-hmm. But tell us what's been up with you since, like, 
you know, three weeks ago we saw you. Uh, not, nothing much. I'm in my mid-30s, so uh, I keep it low-key, real low-key. So we just had that con, which was yeah. uh, big, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to get my craft room cleaned up since then. Oh, but. God, oh. Does, your craft room, <laughs> does your craft room look like a... Yeah. Uh, a war zone? Like, oh, yeah. Yes, because, yeah. of course, you know, I, I had everything done days before, but the night before I decided, let's make new boot covers. Oh, the last yeah. minute, like, uh, yeah. cotton, cotton cosplay cramming? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, yeah. but your, your uh, Mr. Knight popped off. It was fucking sweet. That was it drip. was fun. And then no, I, I, I always call it drip night. And, yeah. then, and yeah. then I asked him... Um, you know, where'd you get the white suit? Because I've been interested in doing that too. And they were like, oh, that's my wedding suit. Yeah. I'm like, oh, is that it? Oh, that, for real? Yeah, yeah. so that's nice. why I ended up doing that costume was because we were going through our storage unit and we came yeah. across my wife's wedding dress and my uh-huh. wedding suit. Uh-huh. And we're like, dude, we don't want to keep these. Like, who who has room in their closet for a giant ball gown? Like, so we're getting <laughs> rid of it. Yeah, yeah. A drag queen. It. But that is, <laughs> honestly, that is like the best example of closet cosplay. Oh, yeah. Because oh, not yeah. only did you were able to reuse something from like a very special time in your life, but to make a baller costume out of it, yeah. that's yeah. like win-win there. That's, yeah. that's how I made my Juan Spick costume. Juan Spick? <laughs> yeah. That's the uh, Puerto Rican version of John Wick. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Juan Spick. You kill my dog. Prepare you- to die. <laughs> That was a dog. It was a chihuahua. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so you've been having a good time. That's cool. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, what else is going on? Well, we had some good news this week. Mm-hmm. Well, in the last few weeks. I guess. No, it was last week. You know, Jay Shell's favorite president. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh, I'm all about the Trump. <laughs> you all about the J... Was it D- DJT? DJT. You thought with DJT? Fuck no, not me. <laughs> See, people are going to take that literally. Like, oh my God, Jay Shell's one of them? Fuck that. <laughs> are you a MAGA? <laughs> Bro, no, I have a brain. Speaking of which, dude, I saw a Latino at uh-huh. the gym that had a Trump... Uh, was it Latinos for Trump shirt? That's like Jews for a, Hitler. And a MAGA, and a MAGA backpack. I'm like, bro, yeah. you the first one he'll get rid of. You, oh, dark, yeah. you darker than me. You're, like, you're voting against your interests. I was like, Mel Brooks, Whoof, them's darker than me. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a deep blazing blazing saddle cut for everybody right. who doesn't know. Anyway, so he had, dude, 37 uh, f- f- charges filed against him, federal. Mm-hmm. Jack Smith is coming after his ass. Oh, yeah. They they revealed pictures from the from the uh, Better Homes and Garden. Yeah, <laughs> somebody made a better homes and garden than his. Yeah, <laughs> somebody made a, me- a meme about it, yeah. and it says "bed, bath, and beyond enough evidence" or some shit like that. <laughs> because he had they they revealed some of the pictures when they, he tried to say, "Oh, they, remember that one that was like spilled files on a carpet?" And he tried to say it was the FBI knocked them all over. Yeah, they they found. They showed pictures of like 40 boxes on a, a ballroom stage. Yeah. They had like 20 boxes inside a bathroom with a chandelier. Why do you have a bathroom with a chandelier? Because that's that's Trump in a nutshell. He's always been about gaudiness. Oh, yeah. Because too. he's a, basically he's the broke person's version of a rich person. He thinks like, okay, to be like sophisticated baller status, you have to have marble columns everywhere, chandeliers everywhere. There's probably a chandelier in like his outhouse. You mean you mean like every rapper on uh, on cribs on cribs that's had the, the t- had the TV that came out of the footboard on their bed, right? And then uh, a Scarface poster somewhere in the house. Oh yeah, yeah. Like in order to be a rapper. 
rapper, you have to have a Scarface poster. It's a standard issue. A lot of people don't know this. But <laughs> they you come, get, they you, come you, with your first platinum record. Right. You get your platinum record, your uh, ID, and your Scarface poster. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> the only most original one I ever saw on that show was when they were... They had one on the ceiling. Yeah. So when they're laying in bed. So they they're can, seeing Al Pacino look down on them as they're. <laughs> well, Al Pacino would look down on them. He's like, hello. <laughs> no, what I find like interesting about that is that you ever been laying in bed and now I sound like Seinfeld? Yeah. You ever been what laying in bed what? and you had, you had a Scarface poster on your D? <laughs> no, but Avery, when you lay in bed and you like have to bend your neck in a certain way to watch TV mm-hmm. it kind of hurts your neck so mm-hmm. it's a good idea have it on the ceiling you can just lay straight down it yeah, would be but, a weird angle to watch but it though from. you better make sure that is like locked in there tight because imagine like in the middle of the night all of a sudden <laughs> you can't do that in California you have right. a small tremor have a TV end up on your head right <laughs> looking like look what's it called uh, yeah that would suck that sounds like uh, like a uh, hundred ways to die like having yeah. like a ceiling TV oh, falling oh god oh, it gets no. video killed the radio star yeah, <laughs> there you go because they're a rapper, rapper. And it, yeah. damn see this is why Avery's our friend now mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> And the jokes they make when we're not recording. (laughs) But Sammy doesn't like a TV in the bedroom, so we don't have a TV in the bedroom. But I'm good with that, you know? Because, you know... You don't want to the wake up in the middle of the middle of like three a.m. and you hear low ride. Well, the, 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 the bedroom is also for you know making magic. Yeah, that's another thing about cribs. They always say, "Oh, this is where the magic happens." Oh, really? <laughs> what do you got, David? Cops. <laughs> <laughs> Two pumps and that's it. That's magic. Okay, Hogwarts. You, you know what would have been great at one of those? Yeah. They go, "This is where the magic happens," and David Blaine would pop up out of the bed. That's a freak, that's some like freak nasty shit right there. I mean, can you imagine like you know Chris you're going Angel. at it and Chris Angel's like watching? Chris Angel Just comes up from behind the bed like this. oh he comes up from behind all right. <laughs> Is he even a thing anymore? No, thank uh, God. But anyway, going back to what we we're talking about, Trumpy Dumpy got 37 federal charges because mm-hmm. they found fucking documents everywhere, mm-hmm. fucking everywhere, and I'm yeah. so and happy his, about it. In his bathroom and like uh, it's just okay. You're supposedly a billionaire. I use quotation marks and everything. You couldn't, hi- and you were the president. You couldn't hire anyone to dispose of those documents. Like hell, even Walter Wright has fucking Mike well, in Breaking it, Bad. What's funny is that the pictures that they showed where all the documents were everywhere weren't yeah. taken by the FBI. It was, like, it was oh, his own damn camp. Yeah, the yeah. Crackle, the, there was the criminal FBI. The blah, blah, blah. No, dude, that was your own people that took those pictures, bro. Yeah. Well, I think there was a, an article with like a news reporter or something where he showed her a classified document after he was president. Oh, yeah. And he's like, yeah. no, I could have declassified this, but I didn't declassify yeah. it. Now I'm not the president, so I can't. And she's and like, you, it says top secret you, on the You know what's the funniest part about that? It's recorded. Yeah. yeah. They it, have it recorded. What's he going to say? Oh, that wasn't me? Yeah. He's like, okay, you're going to... That's his defense, the yeah. shaggy defense. It wasn't me. Uh-oh. I saw I saw the files in the bathroom. It wasn't me. <laughs> but we found the files on the stage. Wasn't me. <laughs> they were even up your wife's ass. Wasn't, wasn't me. me. The FBI knocked on my door, creeping up with the girl next door. But oh, and even funnier, I know it might be shocking, Avery, easy, you know, just don't, 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 don't lose your mind over this. Him and uh, Melania don't live in the same 
residences. She has her own residences. Say she what? I know, because they look like such a loving couple. Right? One of a, my fav- a regular Carol and Mike Brady. <laughs> One of my favorite videos is when she tries to, when he tries to go hold her hand, and she's like, fuck off. Right, right. <laughs> and when she held way too long onto uh, Macron. Right. Yeah, huh? Or that dude. one where, like, he, she looks like like she's uh, standing behind him, and she looks sullen. He looks behind, and she she's has like, like hey. Hey. He looks away. <laughs> what, about, what about the one where he, they're at a baseball game? Mm-hmm. And uh, he goes, like, Melania wishes she could be here. Dude, she's, she's standing right, right next to you. I'm right there, Chief. <laughs> oh, no, my favorite one, and you know this pisses Trump off, is when he's not there, but she's hanging out with Obama, Bush, yeah. the past president, the past yeah. living president, oh, and she's bro. having a fucking ball. You know she, yeah. you, you know she would let Barack break that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get it? She's Barack got jumbo fever. It? She's got fever, got period. Fever. When she met Macron, the, you know, the, uh, what is it, the Prime Minister of France? Yeah, yeah. Oh, she was simping on him hard. Oh, you know, Danny, I mean, what? You it's know, easy to simp on someone when uh, your husband treats you like crap. Yeah, Everybody's well, cool. And, 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 and he, looks like, like, he looks like him. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, but have you seen Macron? Oh, yeah. You know, she wanted to have like an Emmanuel type uh, fantasy. Emmanuel I, is a deep cut for you I, folks. I French fry that daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Get it? Because he's. He's French. Oh, yeah. sorry. It'd be palm free. Palm free. It'd be crepe. Crepe bottle for that. <laughs> crepe. Oh, you mean thin pancake? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I mean a creep. Anyway. Oh, nothing thin about him. <laughs> wow, <laughs> he's PHAT. Pretty high in tempting. <laughs> anyway, so anyway, but what else is going on, man? So Avery, what do you got? Pla- I mean, no, it's a hot ass summer. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna have a hot girl summer? No, I don't. I don't do hot summers. I do. Um, uh, wind blinds shut video game summers oh, really? stay away from the sun is yeah. that why you're so pale yeah oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm practically translucent everybody like I avoid the sun like I avoid men yep <laughs> and when you see when you see sunlight like you see men <laughs> now my wife will come home from work and she's like why is it so dark in here and I'm just sitting on the couch for like 12 hours playing video games I'd be like it's like it's dark like my soul yeah, I was about to say <laughs> the same thing I was like cause it's dark like my soul I'm picturing you like like a episode of Powerpuff Girls when Buttercup was like Spawn <laughs> just like that whole darkness That's and everything yeah. and the green eyes <laughs> first, first time Sammy came over to my apartment I, I used to you guys Jay I loved to keep all the lights off Yeah, and she goes why is this so dark in here I looked and went because I'm Batman <laughs> <laughs> and you're <laughs> <laughs> well, she stuck around. Right. So it's been five years now. Right. I looked at her the other day. Goes, you know, we've been seeing each other for like five years. She goes, Yeah. I'm like, What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> Where do we start? <laughs> I told my I wife kid, that I too. I'm like yeah, ten years yeah. with my wife coming up in August. We have a big trip wow. coming. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I'm always like, Are you sure? Are you still sure? Yeah. Because like, I'm a lot sometimes. Right. It's good. It's oh, see, yeah. that, that's the thing. I think that's why they appreciate us because we understand what a shit show we could be. Yeah. Well, it's, it's going to be two years with my girl and I, and we're going to be going to a Sedona, camping oh, out nice. Sedona and everything. I've never been to Sedona. She deserves yeah. a, a, a holiday. Right. <laughs> and, uh, that's another deep but, cut. But, but, you, but uh, you know, but it's like what you said and everything. Like, you know, we appreciate each other and everything, but it's also like we've been with other people before a relationship that didn't appreciate us. Mm-hmm. So we, and, you know what I mean? So it's like that whole connection there. Well, one of the is why we connect. Wait, so, yeah. you mean the ex-girlfriend you have that left you in a good relationship to go back to her toxic as husband was in a good relationship? You think. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, I will, I will keep my opinion to myself on that one. Right. Because, yeah. As you're doing the, uh, the Kermit tea sip thing. <laughs> but that's none of my business. <laughs> you didn't hear that from me. I ain't one to gossip, so, so you didn't hear, hear that, that from me. me. That's another in, in Loon Color Deep Cut. Oh, I'm probably going to hear that at my family reunion. My aunties and everything, because black aunties, they love to gossip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anyway, but speaking about avoiding men. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and speaking of Florida, which God bless you, where you're going in yeah. nombre de Patria, hijo Espíritu Santo. <laughs> it's gonna feel like when yeah. Luke King and Johnny Cage went to our world. <laughs> yeah, if you hear this, run, run. Yeah, <laughs> it's like that song goes bow now, run. Yeah, because because <laughs> Burt Reynolds isn't a lot, isn't here with us to save us. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you see, was it uh if you see Ned Beatty? No, not Ned Beatty. Was it? Yeah, it was Ned, Ned Beatty. Beatty. Yeah, yeah, run. Yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> but speaking of avoiding men, yeah. we have a two-part episode that we're doing, and it's all about Ron DeSantis's biggest fear and the new black people. <laughs> okay, maybe his second greatest fear. Okay, maybe his third. <laughs> and he's Latinos. A, he's a wow. He's afraid of a lot of things. Uh, I'm saying. Yeah. But anyway, one of his biggest fears, and he, uh, all the right wing are using it now as a political drum, mm-hmm. and their new boogeyman, mm-hmm. drag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're saying how this is huge implosion, uh, or a huge explosion of drag that is corrupting in your children. But before we get deeper into that. And that's why we got Avery here, because they got some of the inside scoop. Uh, We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Hey, guys, this is Jesse from Make It a Combo. Thanks for listening to the Minorities Report. But don't forget to listen to our podcast, Make It a Combo, where we watch movies and have fun. Also, make sure you check out M.I. Slut, hosted by Andrea, where she gets down to the nitty gritty of people's sex life. And we're back. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. So we have Avery in the studio. You know, when I see your name, I want to go Avery. Yeah, I get that a lot. The first time I saw it, I was like, Avery? I was like, you Jewish? (laughs) Funny, you don't look Jewish. (laughs) Yeah, I I thought the spelling was cool when I came up with my name. And then Mm. uh, when I started first having people say my name after seeing it in print, I was like, oh, yeah, it's Avery. People are saying Avery. It's like... Oh well. Actually, how do English you, is all made up anyway. It's, it's like, true. It's all a, words it's, are made up. Yeah. It's like Avery, like A V E R Y, but it's just yeah, spelled it's a, unique. It's a, yeah. it's a uh, spelling um, that's similar to my birth name. Okay. Because I wanted to honor my mom, so that's cool. Oh, so it's not your, <coughs> as they like to say, government name. No, it's no. It's a name you prefer to go by. Yeah. Yes, this is my. Yeah. Well, it is my government name. Oh, I had you changed it legally it? changed. Oh, okay. Yes, recently, yeah. like in the okay. last couple of months. Yeah. Oh, right on. Jay Shell wanted to change his name legally to uh, Princess Banana Hammock. <laughs> yeah, but fucking Lisa Kudrow beat me to <laughs> it. She beat you to it. White woman is stealing from the black men again. <laughs> <laughs> I kid, I kid. Uh, I actually want to be named Crap Bad in honor of, of Paul Rudd. In honor of Paul. Who, is it? Who doesn't want to honor Paul Rudd? That's true. He, that man is eternal. Yeah. Bro, yeah, he's is. he's aging like a black man. You know what? The, you know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? <laughs> he's aging like Denzel. You know? You know what's crazy? Just real quick. Do you know what's crazy about Paul Rudd's age? Is that I saw this meme where on one side is Paul Rudd, on the other is Wilford Brimley. Wilford Brimley one. Yeah, yeah. And they said that Paul Rudd is the same age as Wilford Brimley when he made Cocoon. No. 
Yeah, and he already Grimley looks, looks like an old, yeah. He's a, he looks like an old walrus. Wait, did, wasn't he already playing a grandpa in that show? What is it? Our house or our yeah. family or family? Some shit. Our like house. That. Yeah, Our with, house. with a young Shannon Doherty. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they moved in with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Old grumpy grandpa Gus. He was basically. I'm uh, offended by that. Wait. I'm offended that they use my name always derogatory towards. Well, it was Eddie Murphy's crazy ass uncle. And then the uh, the donkey movie with uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, Don Knotts. Don Knotts yeah. kicking field goals. Right. The only one that's cool was bench warmers. Yeah. Gus. Or, or not the little mouse from uh, the Cinderella? The Gus bus? Fuck him. Why would you want Gus. to fuck a mouse? Gus, Richard Gus. Gear? Yeah, when people call me Gus, Gus, I said, you just call me a small fat rat, you bastard. Because <laughs> they were trying to be cute with it. They can fuck themselves. Anyway. <laughs> Damn. Get, we unlocked a core memory. <laughs> but anyway. Get, getting into drag. Yeah. <laughs> not literally. <laughs> I know all of you like to see that. Yeah. Maybe one day. Because Jay Shell and I have actually talked about uh, doing uh, two Wong Fu costumes. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess I'd be like the Patrick Swayze. Yeah, I can you know? see that. Unless no, I'd be Chi Chi Rodriguez. Oh, come on, man. Chi Chi. Well, and I'll you be, could be I'll, you, you could be uh, Patrick Swayze. Yeah, what was it? Uh, Vera, Vera Milo? No, no. Uh, Vera something. Anyway. Anyway, but, and I'll be uh, Noxzema Jackson. Noxzema yeah. Jackson. Yeah. Chi Chi Rodriguez. This will be, like, be like the second Wesley Snipes cosplay I would do. Oh. Blade, remember? Oh, okay. Blade. Oh, uh, yeah. I almost forgot about uh, Wait. what Wasn't Blade uh, the dude from Onyx? <laughs> Do not, please. Oh, God, the series. <laughs> it, he actually did. It, it Was it Sticky Fingers? Yeah, it was, yeah. It was yeah, Sticky, Sticky Fingers, Fingers from Wu-Tang played Blade. No, he wasn't in Wu-Tang, but he did play Blade. Oh, no, no, no. He was in yeah. Onyx. Sorry, yeah, Onyx, was in yeah. Onyx. It was a Blade TV show, and it was the worst thing ever. Oh, you know gosh. Onyx? Uh-uh. Slam. Let the boys be boys. Yeah. Well, it's another one. Anyway, going back to drag. Yeah. So... There's been a lot of controversy in the news because a lot of people are targeting drag shows, yeah. mm-hmm. drag performers, because they would, they they are they got it as a political issue and wanted to beat people upside the head with it because the Republican Party all they have is, is, is fighting and combating societal norms now. Mm-hmm. You know that's all they do. With mm-hmm. like fucking uh, boogeyman looking for they they just look for different boogeymen. Each decade is a different boogeyman with conservatives. I remember Each back decade in, nowadays yeah. is every two or three months. Right. But no, like what I'm getting at is like back in the '90s it was video games. Like when the Columbine shootings happened, the school shootings, they were all like let's blame, let's, let's yeah, let's blame like the music, let's blame the yeah. video games. In the '80s it was like oh you play that record backwards and it says kill everyone. <laughs> I said all I heard was yeah, yep, what you yep. yep. Yep, playing Chicago backwards. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because when I think satanic, I think Chicago. Don't you? <laughs> I think it's they have no they have no policy. They have yeah. no nothing that they can actually do to help better the country. So they have to find some group to hate to Your get mother. everyone behind exactly. them. Yeah, and yeah. right now it's the gay group. Mm-hmm. Um, and the easiest target is drag kings and drag queens or drag performers yeah. and um, the trans community. Because like they're old, there's to this day they're still misunderstood, well, well, and they use that whole country's misunderstanding of them to create like this like yeah. a fabrication of what they actually are. Well, there's an old saying, and I'm sure you probably guys heard it. I'm going to paraphrase it: that people fear what they don't understand. That's mm-hmm. from X Men. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's actually in, before X Men. It was. Yeah, it's yeah. an old saying. People fear what they, they don't, don't understand. understand, which is a true statement. It, exactly, but yeah. you're gonna stay ignorant. You're gonna stay Archie Bunker mm-hmm. unless you open yourself up to that. Mm-hmm. And even speaking of which, there was an episode of all of all in the family Archie Bunker that had a drag 
queen on really? it. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And when they reveal to Archie that they're a man, uh-huh. he gets awkward about it, obviously, how he always did. Right. However, in the preceding episode, or in one of the preceding episodes, that person is is beat up by people on the street. Mm-hmm. And you can see that it actually touched him because yeah. you know, like he got mad about it because of the fact that he grew close to this person mm-hmm. now, anyway but not not getting back into the 70s show i know a lot of people that listen to us don't know what the fuck we're talking about when it comes <laughs> to that. but they're targeting it i mentioned florida because in florida they've actually passed where you know certain rules about drag shows they can't be in a place where there's children mm-hmm. uh they can't do the the drag queen story right. hours anymore and that is what always like always pissed me off because um they always see drag queens as predatory when they're the furthest thing from it mm-hmm. and they always say like oh they have like you know they'll, they'll use like adults only drag shows to say you see what they're doing they're doing this in front of kids it's like there's no kids there. No, That's an adult exactly. only. Yeah. And same thing with the uh, the drag, um, you know, read along. Yeah. Uh, you know, all they are doing is just reading to kids, like kids books while in drag. I mean, what's different from that than having, uh, say, Snoopy show up to your kid's birthday party or exactly. somebody dressed as Tweety Bird or whatever the fuck? Yeah, the difference totally. between what's happening in bars uh, that are 18 and up or 21 and up with drag performers and what's happening in libraries or schools or public arenas where there are children are two completely separate yeah. things. Like, it's the difference between, you know, burlesque uh-huh. and full full nudity exactly. stripping. Exactly. Right. I mean, they're, yeah, because burlesque teases, mm-hmm. but they don't show. Right. You know, and besides that, honestly, drag certain drag performers pad so much they yeah. don't want to take their clothes off. Right. All their padding would pop up. Like, yeah, <laughs> it'd be like if you ripped your sofa open. Right. Just yeah. foam everywhere. But no, yeah. but it's always that shallow look from the other side. Look from the outside, thinking of it. Yeah, I watch yeah. RuPaul's Drag Race. I know yeah. about the foam. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which speaking of, like, it's funny that people are so outraged about these drag performers now. When RuPaul's Drag Race was yeah. one of the highest rated shows on TV, it, yeah. it, it had like three or four spinoffs, like four or five of the winners have gone on to have yeah. like movie careers and all this that's and um, we'll we'll touch on that in like our next topic and everything yeah. but like drag has been around for a long time oh, it's yeah. been entertaining us Mrs. Downfire Tu Wong Fu Priscilla Queen of the Desert everybody was cool with that you know, everybody I mean you could but go now, even further have, back yeah Flip Wilson who had a great comedy show on TV Flip Wilson Geraldine D- D- Divine go back even further Shakespeare but, well there you yeah, go yeah. Uh, well I was thinking Uncle Milty but yeah well, he, was probably there, he was probably there during Shakespeare yeah. <laughs> but anyway you're saying no, he was all, old as fuck right right yeah <laughs> but but like all that's fine however yeah. reading in libraries oh no we can't have that no it all feeds into a larger narrative on their side oh yeah that, well the yeah. funny thing is mm-hmm. and you probably know this from being in the community because Tell us about your well before we go into your experiences. A lot they believe that all drag performers are gay, and that's not the truth. Correct. Are a large majority of them? Yes. Sure. Let's go with that. Yeah. But some of them aren't. It's not as black and white as that. No. And correct me if I'm wrong, but the term cross dressing is kind of offensive now because that's what they used yeah. to call it. It's it's outdated, but it's not um, it's not inaccurate right. because there are people who are drag performers that are not they're not gay so they're not gay men and they're also not having gender identity they just like dressing in dresses which is what cross-dressing was back in the day but now it's it's not called cross-dressing and Mm -hmm. it also used to be called 
you know, and I apologize to everyone if I'm misusing the term, I just want to go over this stuff, transvestites, because I've heard people call it that, and it's not that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and from my, from my understanding, transvestite is somebody who mm-hmm. likes to dress in their everyday life as the opposite gender, but not necessarily perform. They just like, mm-hmm. but that was, again, an antiquated term. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think, because, uh, you know, English is made up, so... We the hell you say? <laughs> so wait, ginormous really isn't a no, word. It's not a word. No, <laughs> it's in it, the dictionary. Uh, everything is made up. So is SmackDown. So the, uh, well, so is selfie. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you were saying the you know terminology morphs and it evolves with society. I mean that's where English and, and language comes from. So a big part of the terminology for transvestite, transsexual, transgender, it has evolved. Um, with our understanding of what what these what these are, um, drag is the same way. I know a lot of people who just say drag performer. Um, I still say drag queen and drag king because I don't know. That's see that, and that's a term I wanted to ask you about too because I don't want, honestly. I'm not the type of person that likes to offend people. I mean. I'm one if you can't take a joke, go fuck yourself. But I also, I respect the fact that people identify as certain mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to say something that's derogatory. Because mm-hmm. um, in my past, when I was, you know, a bit of a broish, I used to, shut up. <laughs> I knew he was going to say something. I would use terms like that. Like, uh, Sammy and I were talking about it the other day, how uh, the R word, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. We used to use it in our youth, like it was nothing. Oh, yeah. stop being, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, and now that it's become offensive, we, we, talk, we talked in detail about how it used to be, I don't want to say a proper term, but it was a terminology that was used for somebody who was learning disabled. Mm-hmm. Because the word actually means to be behind everyone. But, you yeah, know? but, but, but anyway. Yeah, but that word's been hijacked as well. Oh, no, it, and has. It, it, become, it has. It, it went from like a scientific term yeah. to a very derogatory uh, term and everything. And she made a great point yeah. where she goes, yeah, and unlike the N-word, people aren't trying to take it back. <laughs> like, right. You're right. Because <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, that's a good point. You know, but getting back to what you were saying, I don't want to call somebody a drag queen. That's why I say drag performer because mm-hmm. it kind of encompasses yep. both. Right. You know, because, the, I, I mean, don't get me wrong, I watch Queer Eye and I don't want Jonathan calls everybody queen. Yes, mm-hmm. queen, slay. <laughs> it's great. Right. But I think much like the N-word, he can use that mm-hmm. or they can use that because he's non-binary yeah he they can use that because they're part of that community more and than also, you and i then also yeah. they understand the nuance of the word every in, in and out about it yeah and it's not just a surface level word mm-hmm. like there's a lot of history behind that word right yeah, and, and everything. going yeah. into the history of it before mm-hmm. we get into your personal experiences Avery, mm-hmm. now you were saying something before we came on that you looked up and it's been like I mean, there were some people in the 17th century, and like you mentioned mm-hmm. Shakespeare, which, mm-hmm. Lord, I don't even well, know what century that was in. There's a, the word drag, the origin of the word drag, there's two possibles. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The first one comes from Shakespeare, and it's because women were not allowed on stage. So all the men had to play the female parts. Mm-hmm. So it's dressed as a girl, drag. Mm. Oh, oh so like shit, a, like a semi-accident. what? Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah, what? so that's one of them. Mind and then there's a, second possi- yeah, there's a second possibility of where the word drag comes from. And it's where um, gay men or men in general dress as women in public. And they would, as they would walk, their petticoats would drag behind them. Mm. And so they called them drag because it would drag. Because it would drag. Their petticoats would drag behind the men. Makes they call them drag. So I personally prefer the Shakespeare one. Yeah. I think that one's I, a cooler yeah. meaning. Yeah. It, it's kind of like a ancient Sandy Duncan. 
Oh yeah, when she played Peter Pan. She played Peter Pan, and yeah. notoriously, not notoriously, but I guess historically, mm-hmm. uh, Peter Pan on Broadway was always played by a girl, a, a woman. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, because Peter Pan's supposed to be a eternal yeah. youth. Mm-hmm. So if not, you know, if you hired like a thirteen-year-old every three months, you'd be like Peter Brady. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Hello, come with me, Wendy. Shut it up. <laughs> you know what's funny about that real quick just a sidebar the Brady Bunch every time somebody says they're in a bad mood all I do is look at them and go think about the Sunshine Day song from Brady Bunch good god you can never be in a bad mood everybody singing and they'll be Sunshine like what the fuck Day. are you talking about I know I'm getting to the age where people look at me like <laughs> like the RCA dog <laughs> so oh, that's another deep cut <laughs> yeah. but I also looked up and it was a lot uh, there were special houses back in like I think it was the 17th century or maybe even before in England in Europe there were houses where men would be able to go and women where they could go and dress as the opposite gender and be like they were okay you know they were okay inside that house outside it was very difficult although there were some that bucked conformity and were like fuck you i'm gonna do what i want and they walked out they were cartman ah whatever i do what i want so and they would do it i mean and that back then it was almost illegal like it was cold it was immoral yeah mm-hmm. yeah how come everything that's immoral usually ends up being cool uh because we are in our hearts of hearts rebels mm. we like to rebel we like to go against conformity mm. why because if you look historically at all the icons that were considered cool it was always they bucked authority yeah you know it's funny you mention that because when i was doing a little bit of research on like the early early years of drag and everything mm. a name came up william dorsey swan was oh, the first geez. was the first uh, person to call himself the queen of drag and he was a former slave and he was black yeah, and he was black, yeah. He was a former slave that was freed after the American Civil War. And by the night, uh, 1880s, uh, he was organizing drag balls in D.C. And <laughs> Drag balls. And this is where, well, I think... I, Sorry. I, yeah. I, uh, I think this is where you, uh, you're familiar with the term, like, the cakewalk? Yes. And that's actually where it first, uh, basically, first happened. Did mm-hmm. he walk on cake? Explain to us, please. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, um, you know what voguing is, right? Come on, Vogue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. with the so hands and everything. Yeah. That actually was created and developed by ball culture. And ball culture in the South is predominantly African American. Oh, and like debutante balls? No, uh, oh. drag balls. Mm-hmm. So that's where I know. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. To, You're I'm 12. like, you say ball one time in front of this guy. I'm saying. <laughs> no, it's the He's drag the balls dying. part. He's it's the like, drag you know, balls. As you start getting towards your middle age, you'll understand what I'm talking about. He's anyway. saying his, bat, his balls drag. <laughs> Not you, Avery. You're lucky. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. No. Um, so, the yeah, back in the South, in, in you know, probably around that time when mm-hmm. the when drag balls were becoming big um vogue was started the cakewalk was started right. these are all things that you see on rupaul when they drop to their death and oh it, my god oh, the death drop the death by drop, the way yeah. i admire anyone who could do that drop the flexibility my hip would pop right out bro. and, and, take to and the, the way you're able to fall safely because because we do karate we do like ikume and it's like safety falling, but it's a tough thing to do. Imagine doing that when you're leaning back in and heels. you bend your well, in heels when you see, bend your leg. My thing is, I was a pro wrestler, and we used to take bumps like that, and sometimes even on concrete. Mm-hmm. But we, I, I, I was watching it for the first time, and I saw them do it. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> 
like, ow, it hurt me. I'm like, that would break my spine. Oh, yeah. No, even more impressive is like, I saw one on America's Got Talent and they were doing flips mm -hmm. and doing like where they held each other's foot and throw each other in the air and landed on their feet in high heels. Mm -hmm. Like, like, Six inch heels. I'm like, fuck you. Dude, I can't even put on yeah. heels. <laughs> <laughs> no, and speak, yeah. Okay, speaking of which, wait, we get, you go ahead, Jay, and I want to ask you something because I'm yeah. very curious about this. Well, I love how Vogan has become so embraced in everything because um, I was because um, I admire like uh, b-boying or break dancing, and right. I was watching. Um, I think it was one of the uh, street battles in Sweden, and they had like their b-boy dance offs and everything, but they also had a division for Vogan. And this uh, clip actually was viral. It was um, one of the Vogue dancers. She was dressed as Sailor Moon, and she was just doing it, like you know, the hands, oh, yeah. like you know, what do they call that move? Or like they like it's almost like a like, like a, a like a Russian, dance. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that move and everything. She does a death drop, and her opponent was dressed as um, as um, uh, Wonder Woman, and everything. And I just thought it was so cool that Voguing was like given a spotlight with like breakdancing as well <laughs> they just they just wrote some neckbeards fan fiction Sailor Moon and Wonder Woman <laughs> <laughs> but wait question though which would have been super hype did she do it to the Sailor Moon song no they like it was like this um it was a DJ and he was like put him up put him up put him up or it was like this like type of like rapping that's for Vogue it's right? super fast yeah so, right yeah it right. has to have a it has to have a high time signature and sure. it has to have a really hard beat so right. kind of like trance yeah, right yeah, like yeah. trance music and, yeah. the, and the DJ is basically like calling out the moves almost like a like a sports commentator. Oh, I haven't seen that. Yeah, and That's awesome. uh, yeah, um, but we actually saw it a little in a uh, Magic Mike Double XL. I've uh, never watched any of the Magic Mike movies. There is a uh, scene in the second movie where the guys they go to a drag bar, and uh, I think they bet each other like you won't you don't have the guts to go up there and just Vogue, and they all do it. Even uh, Fluffy Gabriel Iglesias because he uh. played the DJ, <laughs> he does it in heels too. Imagine wow. Fluffy in heels. Wow. Wow. Okay, see, I'd watch that scene. Yeah, I've only seen really one scene from it, and it's Joe Manganiello in a convenience store. That was the scene. Yeah, yeah. And he's yeah. like dancing. He takes his shirt off, so I I don't know what he's trying to do. Yeah. All I know is I was sitting there and went sploosh. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, it's Joe Manganiello. Right. But yeah, I but, mean, come on. Yeah, but yeah, the DJ was pretty much like calling out, like, and it was like, uh, work it, work it, did it, did it, did it, bounce, did it, did it. Yeah. So, so kind of like uh, not the electric side. What is the other one? The oh, Cupid, Cupid, not Cupid yeah. Shuffle, and yeah. the other one. He um, goes, clap your hands. Oh, um, God, I forgot the name. Yeah, of it, you know which one I'm talking. about. I know about. what you're talking about. Yeah, but what my question for Avery was, okay, because I know that you identify as gay and you dress comfortably whatever mm -hmm. you want have you ever dressed up and i hate to use a term but i don't know how else to express it girly girl oh yeah like in I, your adult life i mean because i know probably when you were younger before you found yourself yeah you did yeah but my an, mom put me in dresses a lot yeah as an adult have I've you never ever tried purposely done it i, I mean well i guess <laughs> technically my sister had a wedding when i was in my 20s uh -huh. and uh, she wanted me to be a bridesmaid and she wouldn't let me wear pants so oh. she made me wear a dress in her wedding did you shave your legs for it no 
<laughs> no, no, I didn't. I didn't really do a whole lot of anything for it. I'll be oh, honest. Okay. Like I didn't do my hair. I didn't do makeup. I just put on the effing dress. Well, you have short hair, so it, it's really easy to style. Yeah, you know? I gave up. I just. Yeah. I was like, oh, you want me in a dress? Fine, then that's what's gonna happen. And I wore like flats. But did you and wear then, makeup? No. No. So I do. I wear makeup now more than I right. did so back then. Really? So this was like your first spark of rebellion. I was well, so mad. It was, and then right after the the ceremony, I yeah. went and changed into pants and a button up with a tie. Like so, it, in the wedding colors, I was nice. Hey, because um, you have to court it. Exactly. And then her, I think it was her brother-in-law caught the garter, and I caught the bouquet, oh, and no. he was gay, and I'm gay, and we both. The, the, just the irony. They didn't even yeah. do the, the the real thing. They just exchanged it. Here you go. Yeah, like, swap right. it out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would I would pay good money to see you in a dress. I really it, would. It's uh, not in the weird. weird way. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like in the OnlyFans way. Yeah. No, I once I got you know out of high school i just it's like i feel so uncomfortable in really feminine clothing i mean right. now that i've found my my gender identity a lot more and i'm right. a lot more comfortable in my femininity because of my masculinity it's mm -hmm. a lot easier for me to like wear makeup yeah. and um girly well, stuff but. there's a lot of marketing of makeup towards men now yes yeah, yeah. You know, be, because like they wear concealer and stuff mm -hmm. like that because look at my fucking bags under my eyes well, I wear it. it goes back to what i was saying earlier about um the the evolution of language right. we used mm -hmm. to back in the day have something called metrosexual yeah right metrosexuals don't exist anymore well, they're because, just it became, regular men it because yeah. became a kind of almost derogatory term right. yeah because yeah. it was men who were trying to take care of themselves it, exactly which, yeah. which and that women, made them gay somehow. which women yeah. appreciate yes. yeah. like guys who get manicures there's mm -hmm. this great guy on TikTok he, he, he's a cowboy has a cowboy hat and all that mm -hmm. and, but he has perfect I, I, uh, eyebrows he shows you how to do them he shows you how to put on makeup as a man mm -hmm. with like sunblock and stuff to not damage your skin mm -hmm. but he's a cowboy yeah uh, and people like wow but getting back to the topic drag and the reason we have you on also is because in a past life you were a drag king yes mm -hmm. yeah. yeah I was drag king for I think seven years wow seven years. Yeah. right on so I traveled um, I competed in pageants right. so drag has mm. pageants um, they're just like Miss Wait, American pageants but not, they're for drag not to drag. cut you off yeah. what got you into it what, what's the origin story so I I had just gotten out of a relationship and I didn't really have a whole lot of friends because I was I was young I was like mm. 21 and um, it, it was a long relationship and you were 21 how long could it be <laughs> well, it was, you'd be surprised was I 21 maybe I was older I don't know yeah. it, it's so gay people have a weird sense of time it, I know it sounds really strange but like we don't go through our teen years yeah. during our teen years because right. we're not accepting ourselves until later so mm -hmm. my frame of reference for my 20s is, a, is so, oh, so it's like the quantum realm wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. So wait, it's gay time right. have, you, have you ever done that uh, gay woman thing where they move in like a week after oh, they yeah. start you dating yeah. Oh. I love this term. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah you can totally U-Haul as a lesbian there's nothing wrong with U-Hauling just don't get married right away no but, right. They, but they, it's kind of a stereotype for mm -hmm. them it's yeah. like oh we've been dating a week why don't have we moved in together yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like but anyway getting back to your origin yeah, story so i uh was out of a relationship i didn't really have a lot of friends um and then one of the people i was hanging out with decided to take me to a gay bar first time i'd ever been to a gay right. bar well mm -hmm. first official time mm -hmm. and legally uh, le right. yes yes and uh i'm standing there it was during a drag show and i i was just i was amazed like mm -hmm. i saw women so 
in drag, there are drag kings, right. and those are usually female or non-binary individuals who are portraying a masculine um, persona. Right. There are drag queens who are portraying a feminine persona. Um, there are also femmes, which are biological women playing women. Hmm. So hmm. they're basically cis women or non-binary female-born women right. um, who basically dress like drag queens. Hmm, so they so use they the, the makeup, whole drag makeup yes, the wigs and the everything wigs, like that. The big performances, gotcha. the lip syncing, right, yeah. lip syncing, the, the padding. padding. Yes. So like a, so like yeah. an amped up version exactly. of the femininity. Mm. Yeah, and then there's also males. There, there's male performers. Right. And then male performers are usually um, just gay men who perform as gay men. Hmm. Um, what a stretch! This, yeah. this is like some, some Inception stuff. I'm right saying, there. dude, it's well, like we, it's the gay community. We really right. mess with people's ideas of gender, like because right. gender right. is just made up. It's, it's a like English. It is, but before we get into more details, of that we're gonna get, take another quick break, and we'll be right back with the rest of uh, Avery's origin story. Hey guys, this is Junior from Make It a Combo. Thanks for listening to the Minorities Report, but don't forget to listen to our podcast, Make It a Combo, where we review movies talk shit and have a good time and our other podcast mis slut hosted by andrea where she reads them sexy stories from her listeners and we're back thank you guys for continuing to hang out with us so we're having a drag today <laughs> a kiki drag balls kiki i love that we're word it, didn't even paul have a song like that i think so let's have a kiki yeah <laughs> <laughs> when i first heard that i was like what is, is that, that is that like a gay powwow or? no it, it's it's a gay party yeah oh okay it's yeah. a super Usually gay party you spill the tea a little yeah. oh okay yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. wait What's the other thing they call it? the library when you get red? Oh yeah, I oh, love that oh reading the film. Yeah. I love you. I love what uh, RuPaul's Drag Race does. That the library is open and they drag each other. I <laughs> I remember an SNL sketch where Pun. RuPaul hosted, and one of the sketches was like you know reading the filth at a library. Yeah, all the, for all kids. the yeah, and all the parents yeah. were confused like what the hell going on? I've I'm reading that. the filth. I've seen that. And, yeah. and he's like roasting, or she is roasting like Eloise, the hungry caterpillar. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> See, that's another thing before you. Get get back into your origin story and I because I want to educate people on this so like RuPaul when they're in drag mm-hmm. they like to be referred to as she, she and her mm-hmm. where they're not in drag they he prefer he. he and him mm-hmm. yep. now is that you find a lot in the drag community that or? yeah um, th- like when I was doing drag I don't I did I wasn't technically non-binary at the time so she her was my normal pronouns but I would also, to all my friends who were in drag, right. when we'd hang out outside of the club or outside the bar or outside the performance, we would sometimes just use he, him. Like, right. So, it, I mean, it really, didn't, it really didn't matter. If you called a queen out of drag, she, right. she's probably fine with that. Well, that's another thing I learned from RuPaul's Drag Race, because they call each other queen and mm-hmm. girl and, you know, and But you, how comfortable we've got with you so quickly is that, like, I normally wouldn't refer to somebody born uh, female that as dude or bro, mm-hmm. but I feel comfortable with you with that, yeah, and I hope I'm it doesn't. I, I don't. <laughs> I right because yeah, I say yeah. I don't want to overstep, but yeah, you, it's yeah. just that how comfortable mm-hmm. we feel. Yeah. 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 So getting back to your origin story, you're 21. You long went relationship. To the gay bar for the first time. The, right. Yep. Saw these drag performers. Was just amazed. And at the end of it, uh, one of the kings, who his name was Chandler J. Hart. Um, he uh, he worked. He was the head of the show. Right. He came up to me and was like, "You got a good look. Have you ever thought oh. about doing drag?" And I was like, "No, I'm very mm. shy, like right. very shy." Mm-hmm. And he's like, 
come on, we're doing a talent show. Like, just show up for the talent show. Oh, so kind of like an open mic yeah, night? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And I was like, okay, sure, why not? So I went home. I was talking to my sister. We came up with a name, um, which is Aiden Lane. And mm. I, I got some men's clothes together and... I showed up on Friday and did my first performance. Wow! Yeah. Now, where did that where did that name come from? Because I'm always fascinated the puns, um, how how the, the pun names. The pun yeah. names. Yeah. But I'm always fascinated by not only the creativity of the names, yeah. the punnage, but also the history behind it, the story behind it. Yeah, they'll it. have some like I need a man. Right. So, <laughs> right. how did you come up with that name? Yeah, there was a lot of kings in our area that had all had pun names. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Justin Sider and. Yeah, <laughs> it, uh, um, Wait a minute. Oh yeah, I just get inside. It. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, so there was there was a lot of those. Brandon Packer. There's there's a lot of pun names. Mm-hmm. And I would have gone by Paul Fitzpatrick. Yeah. <laughs> I would have gone by Rachel Tensions. <laughs> there is that. one. Yeah. There is one named Rachel. Ra- oh, Rachel I got that Tensions. from RuPaul's character from Tu Wong Fu. Oh yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, what yeah, you were yeah, saying. Yeah. So the um, my name, I just liked. A Aiden was the first name that popped up on the baby book right. when I when I googled it. Like. Yeah. I just liked the name. And then Lane was my dad's middle name. Oh, Lord. And I just thought that might be a little funny for me. Um, I didn't want a pun name because this is a name that's going to be used in promotional stuff. Associated. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, and if you're, if you're doing something where, because I wanted to, I mean, before I knew I wanted to do it, I wanted to get into charity work and right. do some stuff. So you can't have a name like that when you're trying to raise money for children. And it sounds like it, it was a perfect name for you because, like, you're just getting into this. Mm-hmm. So you didn't want anything over the top yeah. and whatnot. Right. So, yeah. You couldn't come out with a name, like, to do charity work, right. like Felicio Cox. Right. You know? <laughs> Depends on the charity, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And, and a lot of the times you Make take, a prick foundation. <laughs> a lot of the times you'll take the, uh, the name of the person who is mentoring you um, um so i thought about taking chandler's last name um and doing and being a heart right but i just i just didn't i i went with my own name that was cool because you know what would have been a cool one if you use the last name heart brecken Oh, breaking gosh. hearts. Break, break my heart. <laughs> well, now I want to go back in time. Damn. There you go. Go back to your gun self. <laughs> yeah. Breaking hearts. Breaking hearts. It's breaking hearts. <laughs> it, it's never too late. You can get back okay. into oh, it. Oh, no. I'm too old for that now. Now, we've seen some yeah. of your pictures. What, what are you talking about? Okay. Pulse 60. Ugh, I, can't, I, I need to be in bed by 730. Like, <laughs> okay. Early bird special drag yes. race. Drag queen. Yeah, and, yeah. and I am yeah. going to go ahead and full call and confess this. When you see RuPaul out of drag, you're like, oh, I mean, he's a relatively handsome man. Mm. When he's in drag, I'm like, God damn. <laughs> First time I saw RuPaul out of drag, it was that, remember that show uh, In the House with LL Cool J? Yeah, he looked like an alien. Yeah, he was uh, one of LL's uh, friends from like college. And um, they revealed he revealed that he's a drag queen and everything. But that was the first time I saw him in drag, and it was a completely different person. Oh yeah, it, yeah. He he kind of got a pinhead to me. But then when he's in drag, it's like yo, literally, it's like what? Sounds like an insult. Calling well, you pinhead. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know who kind of is like you said, a woman in drag, kind of. Mm-hmm. And if you watch RuPaul's Drag Race, Michelle Visage. You don't know Michelle Visage. She's one of the judges. Dude, mind blown. She mm-hmm. was actually in an 80s uh, freestyle band. Really? Yeah. Remember, wow. um, what the, Sensation? No, God damn it. What the hell was her name? But anyway, she was in one of those, you taking me yeah. to the point of no return. She was oh, in one of those. Oh, that. Yeah. She to was, the point of no return. She was in one of those groups. I think that's <laughs> the song they had. Yeah. But yeah, she was in one of those. When I yeah. found that, I was like, Poof. wow. Dang. She's a Jewish girl from New York. Yeah, but anyway, so you started 
performing. Yep. And then you said you started touring. Yeah. So you kind of took off. Yeah, the first year I did, I got onto their Friday night cast because right. um, that's when their big shows were with the Queens. Um, then I started doing some work with Queens as like a backup dancer, a male backup dancer. Gotcha. Um, and then after that, I got talked into doing my first pageant, which was Mr. Central Midwest, mm. um, US of A, MI. And I took first alternate, which is second place. Right. And then the next day, uh, Chandler's like, so there's another competition in Illinois. You want to go? I'm like, sure. I mean, I just took second place. He's like, I think you can take first. Oh. So we got in the van and we packed everything up, went to Illinois. I took Mr. Illinois. What? What? And then... Did, in your second competition. Yeah. That's that is wild. impressive. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then we um, we went back. Um, we went back and then we got ready for nationals. So, right. and because every pageant has a national. And then I competed in nationals. Um, I didn't make the cut. There was like 60 drag kings. Wow. But um, I com- I competed again here in Arizona. So Ooh. Mr. King of the Desert, 2009, US of AMI. That's okay, a cool, that is dope that's a cool title. King of the Desert. I am King of the oh, Desert. Yeah. yeah. There Coming was, soon. There was a Mr. Arizona and a Mr. King of the Desert. Really? And I was like, well, I'm going to be King of the Desert. Like, right. If I were a King <laughs> of the Desert. Yeah, so I took that and then went to nationals again. Nice. Um, and then after that, I competed for um, male impersonator of the year and I didn't take that one. So you were kind of blowing up. Yeah, definitely not up there with the some of the big ones there. They a lot of them are my friends right. now, but yeah. um I just Yeah, but then they were your competition. Yeah. yeah. Oh snap. We are no longer fr- <laughs> uh, like, you know, as of right now, we are no yeah. longer friends. Yeah, but is it petty like some girls uh, be like, oh God, bitch, I hate you. Look at how, how good you look <laughs> like in that. Like that movie Drop Dead Gorgeous. <laughs> where, where they're complimenting each other, but at the same time hating on each other. Oh, you motherfucker. No, that's the God, one thing you. that's so cool about drag is yeah. like everybody's like totally helpful. Right. They're oh, always, wow. Like it's usually you don't have people who are you know gatekeeping some yeah. of the secrets hmm. they we would do um powwows where we'd all get together and costume together because right. we'd make our own costumes yeah the camaraderie in the drag okay. community is awesome you you yeah. showed us a picture before we started recording mm-hmm. of you in drag mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and i thought because some people use like chest prosthetic plates. Yep. chest plates right but you said you didn't no and no no I'm going to ask you a question because mm-hmm. sometimes it's like the whole cosplay thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's always a big uh, stigma between cosplayers who buy their costumes and cosplayers who make them. It's like, well, I made all of mine. Mm-hmm. It, where is it that in the drag community where it's like, oh, I, I go shirtless. I don't have to wear a chess piece. It's it's a big deal for a king to go shirtless. Really? Like that's a really that's something you work up to. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very hard to do. But did and you do it from jump? I, I did it from probably six months in. Oh, okay. Yeah, because, I mean, luckily I have the frame for it, so it's a, it was a lot easier for me to do it because right. I'm a skinnier. Um, well, you're tall and, yeah, yeah. and slender. Smaller, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was easier for me to do, but there are kings out there that are bigger that wear chest pieces. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, there's nothing wrong with it. You mean big boobs, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. Right. or even big in general oh, because like, it's hard the, to the Ricardo Montalban chest yeah. Right, yeah. from Wrath of Khan because <laughs> if you if you bind up top if right. you have a large belly you get gotcha dis- disproportionate yes. yeah. the binding the I much respect for the folks who oh, bind because dude. I get secondhand pain when they do the binding or they talk about it. I'm like, ow! I've seen oh, some that bind with duct tape, and yeah. I'm like, that's what we use. Oh, so what? yeah. Wait, so there's no bands. It's like no, duct it's, tape. Yeah, you take a piece. You, you take multiple pieces. It, mm-hmm. it, for me, it was five on right. each side, and you basically just tape it on one side of of 
your breast tissue and then right. you pull and lift oh. and tuck it. Um, I have a story about that. The first year I competed in nationals, I was bound because uh-huh. nationals is like three or four days long. Right. And I was bound the last day all day long. And I, and when you, when you sweat, when you perform and you can blister like a sunburn, mm-hmm. When I got done with nationals that night, uh. we were trying to take the tape off of my binding. Oh, no. And oh. it was ripping hunks of skin off oh, my back. Jesus. And we were in a hotel room. It was me and my, my two sisters. And they're trying to take, like, Aquaphor, like, healing ointment and right. put it on pillowcases and wrap my back because oh it was just bare skin. The like, pain geez. we do for our art. Yes. And, so, and that's what makes me laugh about these conservatives that talk about, oh, they dress in drag so they can groom kids. I was like, have you ever seen the way a drag performer has to tuck their, right. you know, uh, twigs and berries? Mm-hmm. I was like, I, dude, come on now. They wear, they wear three pairs of stockings. Like, well, uh, I've seen some that they layer. take also yeah. duct tape. Yeah. They oh, take yeah. duct tape and put it into Up their in, butthole. Yeah. 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 Yep. I'm like, you walking around with your balls in your ass. Mm-hmm. I don't really want to. I don't want to. No, yeah, yeah literally, literally, your balls are in your yeah. ass. I don't want to hear about that. I'm doing it for kids. Right. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so one thing I've always wanted to ask you about is the persona. Like, mm-hmm. it, was your persona different from me? From me, or was it complete one? Yeah, that's because yes. like yeah. how how again using the term of cosplayers. There's some cosplayers that get into character, which kind of can be annoying. Uh-huh. Uh, is that the same way when you're in drag? Yeah. Um, mm. I was really, really shy in reserve. And then I started doing drag. And drag gave me this other half of myself. Mm. And I became confident. Right. And so I was a different person to the point where my mom showed up at a show one time. Mm. like, And she was so blown away by mm-hmm. what she saw. Like, she goes, I couldn't believe that was you up there. She goes, that's not my daughter. It's like, right. you're so quiet and shy. And that was, you were out there in the crowd working people. You were talking to people you didn't know. You're taking mm-hmm. tips. You're right. dancing with people. I'm like, yeah. Well, it's kind of like yeah. acting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, where you have to become another person, mm-hmm. you know, just like that. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I that's find amazing, that yeah. co- commendable. I mean, because yeah. I'm an extremely extroverted person. I've hosted shows i've hosted uh contests i've hosted parties and i can do that but as somebody who's introverted it blows my mind and i'm very impressed when they can mm-hmm. do that they can turn it on you know i don't have to turn it on because for me it's constantly on mm-hmm. uh, when somebody like, like you saying you're very introverted and you're very uh private about your life i mean and i'm sure it's because of all the shit that you went through and you told us before uh a lot to do with it mm-hmm. And to see somebody come out and do that, it's like, that's, that's to me, yeah. mind blowing. And I definitely relate to that part because, uh, like, you know, before cosplay, I was like a lot more introverted, a lot more shy of Wallflower type. But, you know, doing cosplay, doing like the characters, busting out the moves and everything, brought me. Me, brought, <laughs> brought me out of my shell and everything. So, and I'm sure that was like a, just like such a euphoric moment for you that you're able to like be free be who mm-hmm. you are without the um the worry of like you know the stigma of yeah. society right. trying right. to bring because, you down right because yeah. at that time you weren't avery you no. were you yeah were, i was i was aiden. my birth name yeah. Yeah. yeah and then aiden um <clears throat> no, no i'm saying you you don't you're no oh, longer yeah. avery you're aiden yeah mm-hmm. so it's like you're not that same person yeah i used i mean i traveled i can i i 
performed in Georgia and Tennessee and Illinois and Colorado. Mm. I performed all over the country. In Georgia and in Tennessee. Whoa, the Bible Belt. Yeah. What was that like? Yeah. I gotta know. It's. I mean, it wasn't so bad back then because uh-huh. when we were performing, we were performing traditionally at gay bars or banquet halls. Right. So it's not like it was, you know, open out, to the yeah, public. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So you're you're usually your main patrons are gay people right. or p- people who are part of the Alphabet Mafia. So yeah. it's, it's or Marjorie Taylor Greene's boyfriend. Yeah. Because we don't want to talk. Oh, dude, she's one of the big ones about how they're grooming children. Yeah. They came out. Yeah, he was dressed in drag because he was a news reporter. I use quotations. Mm-hmm. And he dressed in drag a couple of times during the news report. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of fucking hypocrite. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Giuliani, or I like to call him Guliani, because yeah. he's a ghoul, he did it once too. And guess who was in that commercial? Actually. And guess who was in the commercial with him? Mm. Guess Trump. Yeah, actually, he did a couple times. I remember oh, he did God. one for like the Harvard's Hasty Pudding Award, and then it was also on SNL. So, and yet here he is, like trying to speak out against oh, yeah. drag. It's uh, <laughs> bro, <laughs> him dressed like a woman is anyway. Terrifying. No, yeah. So you you kind of blew up on it, yep. and you you started getting a name for yourself. Now, what made you want to change? Like, not do it anymore. I so. It came at a good point in my life where I was needing, I was needing that escape. And then I used right. it to, you know, I moved to Arizona and performed out here, made friends out here using drag as a, as a vehicle to do so. Cause I was way too shy to move to another state and just right. not know anybody. Um, but. So you found a community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Through drag. Yeah. So yeah. many friends. Most of my mm-hmm. friends, they got me jobs when I was out here. They gave me places to stay. Like. Um, it, it's a really, really tight community. That's um, awesome. Well, because mm-hmm. it, I, I'm assuming it's because they all know the same struggles that yeah. all yeah. of you have to go through. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's why there is no, like, you know, strife or competition in the drag um, competitions because you're all fighting the same battle. Mm-hmm. Like, you're all on the same yeah. team and everything. The last thing you want to do is have, you know, a civil war going on. Well, yeah. what I found, too, is that they kind of target drag performers right because they don't understand it and they don't understand the art behind it mm-hmm. uh, because it does take a lot of work and dedication uh, but also the fact that the um they try to focus on one or two that may have done like there's one that was on rupaul's drag race it's that's you know been controversial because mm-hmm. uh, of some of the shit they said you know they were almost they were against like black lives matter and all that mm-hmm. just like with trans there there was 152 school shootings but the only one they focus on is the one that was done by a transgender. Oh, they were like, oh, we got one. Let's do it. Yeah. Run with it. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was almost like yeah. Janine and Ghostbusters. We right. got one. Exactly. Yeah. So, but anyway, getting back to that. So you were saying that you met your community out here. So what made you kind of like so step away from it? I won my last title of uh, Mr. National Capital Cities in 2010. Um, I think it was 2000. No. Maybe it was 2013. Anyway, dates mm. are hard for me. Um, <laughs> yeah, going back to what you said, yeah, gay yeah. dates. Gay yeah. dates are hard. Yeah. <laughs> but I met my I met my wife. Um, she was she was there the last year that I was competing. Um, she helped with some of my costuming and stuff like that. Um, so wait, you met her in the drag community? No, I met her at work oh, at okay, my okay, office. Okay, okay, but okay, we had okay. started dating right. um, mm-hmm. while I was still doing drag. So she'd gone to some of my shows. She was very supportive. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome that you met a partner that was like that. Yeah. Right, right. Um, and then I just, I stopped drinking. Mm. And I, I couldn't be around. I stopped drinking. I stopped smoking. Mm. I just <clears throat> was trying to better myself. And right. drag was not conducive for that for me mm-hmm. um, well I mean they're mostly in bars yes right. yeah and right. it was 
it became something that I wasn't having fun doing anymore. Mm -hmm. It was like, oh gosh, I have another show. Because so you don't get paid. it became a job. Right. It became a job. Yeah, you're not getting paid for. What? Yeah, you don't get paid to do drag unless for the most part. Contest unless you're, unless oh, you're wow. a title holder and you're right. being booked in other places. Right. Um, if you're doing local bars, you're just making tips. And if you're doing oh, a Tuesday shit. night show with four yeah. people in the audience, you didn't pay for your makeup you spent. You didn't pay yeah. for the costume time. So it, it's like it's like a stripper that works on Tuesday afternoons. Yep. You ain't gonna make no yeah, money. Well, no. this sounds like uh, indie wrestling. I know you can uh, um, relate. Yeah, I drove one time uh, about a hundred and fifty miles to make twenty five dollars. Yeah. I didn't even get my gas money covered. Ooh. That's why a lot of times when you hear like independent wrestlers, especially in the Northeast, when they travel, uh -huh. they travel like six in a car mm -hmm. packed in like sardines because you know you're only going to make like 50 bucks yeah. you know, at a show unless you're a big name and then they book you for a thousand, two thousand dollars. That's how we would uh, do it. So, yeah, so exactly. multiple kings, we'd it, go to a bar so, and we'd have five yeah. or six of us because right. it would pack the house and at least we'd get 20, 30 dollars in tips and, each. And they would announce you and promote yes. you. Okay. It, yeah. the, cost to, the cost to be flying you know mm -hmm. yeah it's hard and so like with the um with the uh, funding as well as like the vices and everything um so was it tough at first to like uh, step away from drag yes. or oh okay yeah, yeah it was hard in the beginning because that's yeah. your community those are your friends you mm -hmm. see them doing um you see them doing these things these shows and you you still miss it you still want right. to be a part mm -hmm. of it because that that feeling you get when you're on stage there's nothing like it it's similar mm -hmm. to wearing a new cosplay through relate. con the yeah. first day it's you know euphoric. yes yeah. and people are stopping you to take pictures everybody's mm. complimenting you it's that moment but it's on stage yeah. like well, and going back to what jay said that i can completely relate because when i was in wrestling there's nothing like when you step out through the curtain and the whole crowd goes crazy. Mm -hmm. Either yep. they love you or they hate you. It doesn't they, matter. No, you're doing something no, no, no. right. But say in wrestling is like you're either a baby face, a good guy, mm -hmm. and they love you, mm -hmm. or you're a heel, bad guy, and they hate you. Mm -hmm. And you absorb that, and it's like, it's empowering because you feel. And that's probably why you went to a different place and became more extroverted because when you hear that. Mm -hmm. I, I equate it to maybe a singer singing in front of a crowded stadium and they're all like screaming their name. Mm -hmm. Kind of like when Freddie Mercury was at Wim uh, was it? Wimbledon. Wimbledon. And he was like, yeah, yeah. in England. Yeah. And he was like, oh, and yeah. the whole crowd was doing it. Mm -hmm. I equate it kind of to yeah. that. You just yeah. feel, oh, look, I'm getting goosebumps. Right, now. Right, right. And, and I understand what you're saying about wanting to be there because even after I stopped wrestling, mm -hmm. I wanted to keep going. I'm, I'm almost 50 now. And I want to go back to mm -hmm. do it, but I know that I don't have a young man's body anymore, right. and I will hurt myself. Yeah, actually, <laughs> I know I don't have the patience for it anymore. Right. Actually, uh, um, now that you mentioned like the age and everything, just quick, like, is there like different age brackets yeah. when it comes to like these competitions? Yeah. There is a, mm -hmm. um, it, we call them classics, mm -hmm. and that's when you're classics. over the age of, I think. I think it's 50. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. Instead of saying old as fuck. Yeah, you I'm say classic. classic. Yeah. See, so now you can say I'm classic. Yeah. I'm classic. Well, I say that anyway. You said yeah. that when you were 20, which yeah, is weird. Right. <laughs> I think one of my, uh, we currently have a national title holder, I think, in Arizona, um, Brandon Packer. He is the Mr. <laughs> US of AMI classic. So he's the, the classic holder. I think yeah. we actually have oh, our national title holder is Eddie Broadway. He's mm. here, too. Dude, uh, so, so, Pac so, Packer. <laughs> yeah. So what are the, uh, the age brackets? Um, um, basically, 18 and up mm. until 50, and then you're classic after 50. Oh, okay. Yeah. So okay. everybody competes with everybody. There's oh, no... Okay. You can compete. Like okay. Chandler Hart, um, Chandler J. Hart, he was... 
in his 40s or right. late 30s and I was in my mid 20s when when we started doing it well Chandler had been doing it for a while mm-hmm. but um, when I got into it and now Chandler is Chandler's retired as well um, and he is 50 something so mm-hmm. so my my thing yeah because I was watching RuPaul's Drag Race and there was one that was in their mid 40s and I and I was admiring that because a person that age to try to compete against people half their age mm-hmm. it's, it's it, you know it's kind of intimidating because mm-hmm. you know a lot of times you don't look like them. Right. You know? It's also an experience factor. Yeah, too. and it kind of going back to Tu Wong Fu, it's kind of the difference between John Leguizamo being Chi Chi and, mm. and uh, Patrick Swayze. The drag queen and the drag princess. Exactly. Yeah. And, and even in the original Tu Wong Fu, which is Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, mm. you have uh, Guy Pierce, mm-hmm. and then you have, uh, I always call him Zed. Oh, Zod? Zod. Oh, uh, Karen Zod. Stamp. Yeah, Zod. Yeah. I was like, dude, okay, people talk shit about that movie. I'm like, dude, you have three badasses in there you have general zod mm-hmm. agent smith slash the red skull yeah and then you got guy pierce which i don't know he played the mandarin or something like that yeah. <laughs> and you got so kind of three badass villain guys mm-hmm. and they're all playing drag queens yeah mm-hmm. you know these are iconic guys actors you know mm-hmm. just like tu wong fu yeah yeah but right on so was the um was the drag community supportive of you making a decision to walk away? Yeah, yeah. Um, I had I didn't really announce my retirement. I mean, I did. I said this was going to be my last show. Right. I kind of kept it on the DL. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I just stopped t- taking bookings. Like, mm-hmm. so you were still. Uh, you are you called to this day? Like, maybe people still want you to come out of retirement. No, I still mm-hmm. have some friends uh, on Facebook that are. You know, hey, we've got a we've got a show. You should come out and see it. And I think right. that's their way to They're try trying and get to entice me. you. Yeah, yeah and so, I just I can't. So some people that are on your face be like, God, Avery got this fine ass woman on there. Yeah. Guess what? <laughs> Dude, I I, lo- I love that because it almost sounds like those action movies where you have like this special ops badass. They're yeah. retired. They're out in the wilderness. They're chopping wood. Literally, and then, literally, right. <laughs> <laughs> and their former commanding officer is like, we have to get back in the game. We, we need, need you. you. We need exactly. You. <laughs> I've, I'm not doing that anymore. And as, the jackal is back. And that's right. when he pulls out the Danny Glover. I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> tell me about it. No, yeah. it. So a couple more questions before we wrap up. Now, the one I really want to know about is, well, the one I already asked, would you ever come out of retirement to, to do one one last dance? Probably. One last run. Probably. Yeah. I, I could do one more. Yeah. yeah. And, now, um, then, and would you um, use your same persona yeah. or would you come up with something? Oh, like no. She, no. You already know by yeah, that. I'm so, yeah, little. you can't. Yeah. 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 I've got the look. I've got the, he's, you know, I know how to do my facial hair and all mm. that stuff. So, but um, not like, I mean, not, I'm sorry, but not like completely different persona. But like, would you give oh. like some type of like update? Yeah, for okay. sure. So, <laughs> I would probably because I've thought about this. Because why not? Um, I would probably do something like uh, cosplay related. Oh, there dude. you go. So I would probably yeah. pick a male character that I could Drip night. Like, I got it. get a song to go with. Yeah, I got it from the Hawkeye series. Steve Rogers in that. On the Broadway. Yes. Yeah. I could see it now with the shield and everything. Actually, it's funny you mention that because because uh, like. The because uh, like the geek community and the drag community have become like yeah. one now. Like they like a lot of like uh, drag performers are taking their cues from like anime, comic lady, books, video games. Lady Beard. Yeah, well that lady was, Beard, lady yes. Beard. That was yeah. such a that was such an easy uh, transition for me to go from drag to cosplay. Like there was a right. couple of years where I didn't do anything, and then I got into the cosplay world um, in 2015, and it was like 
I'm doing the exact same thing I'm doing in drag. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm making costumes. Mm-hmm. I'm making my own makeup. I'm I'm shading and contouring to look like a character. These are all things we did That's in drag. That's why you're so good at making costumes. <laughs> it all makes sense now. And honestly, if you think about it, drag performers are basically the superheroes of the gay community. Because oh, if sure. you think about it, they all share the same tropes. Mm-hmm. The amazing costumes, the alter egos, the cool names and everything. The powers even, like... You know, we all know, like, you know, x-ray vision, laser eye speed, and all that. But, like, when you look at the voguing, the death drop, all that athleticism, that's superhuman shit right yeah, there. Yeah, plus they're at the front of our, our, our liberation movement. Yeah. I mean, right. uh, Marsha P. Johnson. Like. Right. And, and um, I'm glad you brought that up because drag uh, performers are also seen as inspirational figures for, for ones who are, like, you know, are in the closet. They can't... Um, you know, embrace themselves, they can't be free, but they see these figures just like how we see superheroes as inspirational figures, as mm-hmm. heroes yeah. for us to like, you know, uh, to like, you know, be our best selves. So yep. one more question before we, we kind of wrap things up. Actually, I have two. Um, one is because I, I, again, going back to watching RuPaul's Drag Race, that's my main like source of info when it comes to drag. Uh, there, there was a performer who came out as transgender after they were on mm. Paul's Drag Race, and it was one actually they came out during the. So, and there's like this stigma that I've heard or seen that if you're transgender, you can't be performing as a drag. There, again, that's in certain people's yeah. view. Just like we were talking about how there's homophobic gay people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, there's a lot of infighting in the gay community. Right. Um, as much as we should all be coming together, there's a mm. lot of like how people don't like bas- bisexuals, how gays don't like bisexuals, right. and how, how gay people don't like tra- trans people. Right. Like, and in the same, it's the same thing with the drag community. Um, I would have to say half, at least half of the drag kings that I performed with right. were all trans. And yes, that does make it harder for me because they're on testosterone. Right. They mm-hmm. grow their own beard. I have to glue mine on. <laughs> like they, um, they've had, they have bigger shoulders and more masculine features because of the testosterone. Well, I have to use makeup to do that. Right. Like, so, and then putting us in a pageant together and competing against somebody as a male impersonator when right. they live everyday life as a male it is, it is hard. When they may have already had top surgery. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And I'm having to take three rolls of duct tape and to, to, to make Ugh. my chest look like that. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, there there is some controversy in the right. community. Um, but as far as when it comes to how people are treated, everybody's treated the same. And a trans woman being a drag queen is very common. Mm. Um, trans men becoming drag king or being drag kings is very common because being in drag helps you understand your gender a lot more. Right. Like, I wouldn't have known... I mean, if I wouldn't have had my drag experience, I'd probably still be struggling struggling with mm-hmm. my gender identity. Mm-hmm. But I know that that male pers- persona is in me. Gotcha. So, um, yeah, it's... It, the community's tough yeah. on each other. Well, like it's, a lot of communities, you know, like even the cosplay community, people are like I say, going yeah. back to the bought versus made. Yep. You know? Yeah. You were gonna say, Jay? Oh, it's a drag. And on that note, we're gonna thank you guys for hanging out with us. Remember to stick around for part two. Avery's gonna stick around with us. Um, remember on Mondays to tune in to make it a combo where Jesse 
Jr. and Andy review movies, as well as on Wednesday when Andy reads them sexy and nasty story. Oh, you nasty <laughs> stories from her listeners on Am I a Slut podcast. But remember, come back and listen to Jay Shell deal with me every Friday at the Minorities Report. Follow us on all social media at the Minorities Report, uh, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, so on and so forth. Not Facebook because we're not old men. Shut up, Jay. Mm. Anyway, with that, we want to tell you thank you once again, and we will see you. Listen to the Minorities Report from Make It a Combo Productions. Executive produced by Jesse and Junior. Check them out on all platforms. And don't forget to follow our other podcasts, Am I a Slut? and Make It a Combo. Thank you and goodbye.